Hello everyone and welcome to podcast 4. Today's topic is an insight into the dreaded T word, T standing for technology and it's been aptly named by myself as Zoom Forward. First of all I'd like to take the opportunity to welcome in three new members from the group to help the committee. Simon Hampshire, Dorothy Clark and Hilmar Cools. We also say Many thanks to two much-valued members, Ian Roden and John Coventry, for all of their hard work and effort who are stepping down from the committee. But they will still be around in the background, and John has agreed to remain our research champion for development and new discoveries going on in Parkinson's UK. We also have some information about two new ideas that have already had an airing in the past week, that some members have already took part in. Let me tell you a bit about both our quiz and our drop-in coffee stroke chatter to get people meeting even via the medium of Zoom. It's still good to take part. Let me tell you a bit about the quiz first. The quiz will be every other Tuesday and hopefully a different member or volunteer will be hosting the quiz. Um, The first quiz has already took place. We had a fairly good turnout and I was the quiz master. It's just a bit of fun. You mark your own papers, so honesty is important. The second uh, use for Zoom is a coffee or chat hour. We don't supply the coffee, obviously. Uh, It's just a chance to meet up see some faces that you haven't seen for a long time. Um, I know when I attended it, there was people I hadn't seen from January last year. So it was nice to see people and how they're doing. It was a good, good chat. I enjoyed that. And that's going to be on weekly on a Thursday at 11am. So please join us. Don't be shy. Carol will send a link around a Zoom link. So all you've got to do is click on the link at 11am and join us. I would now like to introduce Mike Carter, who's about to give us his thoughts on Zoom Forward and how far we've come and where we've come from. If you'd like to take it away, Mike. We're faced at present with a situation where we could be looking at another six months of unsafe contact with people that you regularly had contact with before the pandemic. And when we get to into the autumn of this year, you could easily be looking at another six months on top of that before it even looks like being moderately safe to have the freedom that we once had. Does this sound familiar? A pandemic lasting 12 months with a mortality rate of over 100,000, the origin of which was Asia. It could be what is happening at present, but now I'm not referring to the current virus that blights our lives, but to a historic event that happened in 1665 to 1666, the Great Plague of London. But that was topped by 500 years that the bubonic plague was periodically circulating the world. So we shouldn't be surprised that these viruses will keep on happening. But the thing that sets us apart from our predecessors is our knowledge of medicine and technology 
and the general level of education of the population. Technology has touched all of us during this current pandemic. Some of us have embraced it, while others have treated it similar to COVID-19 itself. As individuals, there are choices that we have at our disposal. And one thing that has been glaringly obvious is the need for us to communicate with each other in order to survive. These days, we are all fairly comfortable with writing letters, but there is a small percentage that find difficulties with this. But when you add technology into the scenario as a more efficient means of communication, you have a situation that we faced at the start of the current pandemic. Too many were caught out by the need of skills that they always considered unnecessary at their time of life. But out of adversity comes necessity and the element of survival. And some made the effort to learn how to use technology to carry on as normal a life as possible and found life more tolerable and a degree closer to normal. This proved necessary for some to try to avoid isolation and loneliness and also found that their mental stability being affected and found solace in technology. Our little contribution to help the group members was the launch of the podcasts. But let us be clear in what we're saying. The podcast was meant as an extra level of communication with all our members, enabling them to be in touch with the group whom they had a common interest. We know that it is not simple or straightforward as this might imply, but we have to start somewhere. There will be many amongst us that have all the ability and expertise to solve the problems that we would encounter in helping any members that needed help in getting started. All we need is anyone who has suggestions about offering help and advice to email me or Daryl at the email address at the end of this production. No email, then I'll leave you a phone number as well. If we were able to at least contact all of the membership by any of the digital means available, it would be at least a start. By digital means, I am including text, messenger, WhatsApp, etc, etc, as well as email. We would then have an idea of the necessary network to put in place to cater for all of the members, rather than guessing who and how many we are reaching and not just thinking that no one's interested when we don't receive any response if anything new is tried out. When we have enough followers of the podcast, we will be able to offer more in the way of content and variety. We would then be able to zoom forward. Yes, you guessed it. The audio podcast becomes a video podcast. Well, you're nearly right. What we would have is not only a comprehensive means of being in touch with each other, but being able to host many more things through the digital world of Zoom. And for all the members who haven't a clue what I'm talking about, you are just the ones that would benefit the most. The support group already offers speech therapy and physiotherapy exercise via Zoom, and we are currently exploring the possibility of other activities. Anyone who has no idea at all regarding the internet and the equipment needed to access it, but who would like to gain the knowledge 
we can help you. There are organisations in Telford with whom we can put you in touch with to help you accomplish this. It doesn't have to cost a fortune to get it onto the net and with a few months of hair pulling and other frustrations, your life will be enriched by endless information that you have at your fingertips. Arguably, it could save you more money than it costs to set up by being able to negotiate things like your utility bills and insurance costs, as well as having contact with friends, sons, daughters, grandchildren, in fact, as many people as you like. I hear all of the dissenters saying, how can we do this when we have no physical contact and those of us that have not got a clue wouldn't be able to be included anyway? Well, there is truth to that, but remember me saying at the beginning that there will be many amongst us that will be able to offer help and advice in, a, in accomplishing it, and I am sure the uptake will be slow to begin with. Nothing is impossible, at least not yet. The equipment needed depends on the entry level that an individual wishes to start. But the cost split into two basic parts, the first being the hardware, or commonly known as the device, and secondly the running costs, internet provider and antivirus protection, which is not always necessary dependent on the device that you buy. It is always best to have a budget in mind before purchasing anything so that you are able to price up your shopping list so that when you go shopping there won't be any surprises. This will prevent any disappointment in not being able to buy everything or having to settle for something inferior to that you had planned and importantly not overspending. If you're still not convinced but would like to try before you buy then if you know anyone well enough you could try asking them if they had any old iPhone or smartphones that they no longer used. I have no doubt that some people's lives will be changed forever as a result of COVID-19. If you think it, it will or has changed yours, then let it be for the good and stay in touch. Well, thank you for sharing your thoughts, Mike. I think that brings us to a close for this month's podcast. And as always, your comments, good or bad, are appreciated. And you can send them to the dedicated podcast email address, which was included in the email invite. And please don't forget the quiz every two weeks at 2pm and the coffee morning every Thursday at 11am. Look out for the Zoom links in your email box. Until then... Take care and stay safe. I hope to see you soon. Bye.